Right. Hey everybody, welcome to Fike Spice. I am here with my brother from another mother, Sanka. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, buddy? It's nice, I'm good, man. nice I'm to good. be, nice to be talking to people and forcing them to listen. It's it's nice to be coming in people's ears. So you know, this is going to be fun, right? I, I like I like experimenting. So people don't have to see my face; they can they just have to hear me now. Yeah, yeah, they don't need the the face. All you got is a voice, man. And people were loving your voice on Twitter like yesterday. So. You know, this could be, this is our pull, man, your voice, your accent. I, and, and I wonder if people are sitting there, it's like two Indian guys, maybe we should be talking like this. We, we can't, you know, they, they don't want the whole British and the Panama thing. They want the whole I, Indian experience. <laughs> should we be doing I'd that? Not, man. I'd rather not, man. I'd rather not. I think I'm <laughs> fine the way we are. We want people to just tune off like in 45 seconds. So Yeah, right. You just, you just hear the clicking of the, of the phone. Like, yeah, we're done here. <laughs> Yeah, you you we'll look for the stats for the um, podcast. It'll be like minus five listeners. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll don't worry. We'll, we'll pay people to listen to us. It's fine. We'll pay them definitely because yeah. we got yeah. them that much budget, hundred percent, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're hoping we will do this every week. Um, it's it's nothing, you know, it's nothing serious. If if you need if you need um, breakdowns of games and stuff, there's so many cool podcasts out there. But all all this is is two guys. So, we like the Vikings, and we're just going to be talking about Vikings, how they got on, what's coming up, and just rant about the hot topic for the week. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys will enjoy this. Yeah, no, we're trying to we're trying to I guess emulate the feeling that you know the average viewer has at home. You know, just yeah. kind of I guess I guess you know it's, it's impossible to have everyone agree with you. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But it's good to know that, you know, we want to serve as an avenue for people to be like, you know what, that's how, how I feel as well. You know, it's kind of like have that empathy type of thing with the with the listeners. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So should, should we get into what's happened so far this week? Should we start sure. with the Bears game? Definitely the Bears game. That's the first talking, the first talking point, man, obviously. It's, it's so typical, isn't it? It's a Vikings podcast, and we start on a depressing note. This is this is just sums up the whole fan base as a whole. But my God, was it a depressing game? Just there was just no movement at all from the offense. Yeah, man. I, and I guess the thing is, and the easy scapegoat is obviously Kirk. You know, Kirk's the scapegoat, and obviously he has quite a bit of fault after that game. He missed because if you see the clips from people. Some of like like Arif or Eric, whatever. All the videos that you see is just Stefan wide open, Adam one one on one. You know, you can throw a 50-50 ball to Adam, or you can just throw up open pass if you hold on to the ball for one extra second to to to, to, to digs. You know, and thing is, he had his eyes like locked on CJ Ham for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> right. He, he he loves his fullbacks, and I don't. And it's just like he's he's only a yard in front of you, just at least look down the field and see what's there. But it is just so frustrating because, and you could tell by the comments after the game from Diggs and Thielen as well, just like, yeah, we're, we're getting open. We're just not getting the opportunities. We, we still believe in Kirk sort of, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult until he, he starts stepping up a little bit more and taking more risks and giving those guys a chance down the field. Yeah. And there's, there's so much that goes into it because, I feel like on one end it might be that he's just not having a good year. Another thing could be that he just, you know, playing sucks. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, then, and, and that's the risk, right? It's just he's just a shit QB. 
Right, and then the third thing is he's just skittish because he f- it's like ghost pressures, you know what I mean? He f- it's like kind of like, like Sam Bradford, what, what happened with him. Yeah, There is no pressure, but he just feels it because of how, how often he's been hit and stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's it could be it could be a combination of all three. It could be one of the three. It could be two out of three. It could be anything. But I feel like you know the, the problem started with Kirk, and if his performance does not in, does not increase or the quality of play by him doesn't get at least a little better, man, a little might not be enough, you know, because this team signed him to help. We're here a year and a half later, thinking, yo, how do we? avoid how do we not let the ball in his hand how do we find a way for him not to fuck up yeah and the weird thing is i thought he was like this big arm qb you know you know me i'm just a fan right watching from afar this big arm qb who's just going to launch balls down the field and you, you don't you know you don't need to worry about having all these little intricate play designs and stuff because he's he, he can he can do all those big things for us and it's like he just hasn't. I'm not sure if it's just he's not allowed to do those things in this in the way this scheme's designed, or like like you said, he's just scared shitless at the moment and just not able to process things fast enough. So you know, and not able to go through his reads and so on because he's just feeling the pressure that may or may not be there. Yeah, man. And if you see the clips, I mean, he was definitely under pressure during the game. That's not, you know, that's not something we're we're like denying. But there were times where he had a solid, clean bucket, man. He had time. He was fine. There was no issue at all, man. Yeah. And you saw him just chuck it down to CJ Ham for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. But flip side, right? Got to give credit to the Bears' defense. They were lights out. They're miss- missing two of their starters, but still, they're so much better. And And it's weird. Like, two, three years ago, they were just nowhere. And suddenly, with good drafting and... A couple of idiot moves by John Gruden. It, it's just they are unbelievable at the moment, and they're so much better than our, our defense. I'm, I hate to admit it, but they they are a lot better. Yeah, because their defense is. I feel like the mindset and the way the Chicago defense works against the Minnesota Viking defense is that our defense is more of that you know bend but don't break type of thing. Yeah, not a very high turnover type or high turnover forcing defense, and then you see that the. the Bears defense, man, and they're suffocating. Like they're they're on your neck, like the second the game starts. Yeah. And I still, yeah, as you said, I, I I blame John Gruden, man. It's all his fault. If he doesn't make that trade, <laughs> man, we're sitting at first place right now. We we were in the playoffs last year. Everything is so much better. But no, you know, we're all here ready to fire Zim, fire Rick, cut cut, um, Kirk, trade Stefan. I don't know what the hell is going on right now, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, John Gruden is in London this week, so I'm I'm gonna go slap him and yeah. Can hang him up by the tar. Yeah, and track him down, man. Just track him down. Yeah, prick. Um, but it leads us onto onto a good point about Stefan Diggs. What do you make of Diggs and his tweets? I think he's frustrated, man. I don't think he wants. I don't think he's trying to force a trade. I don't think he wants to leave. I think him, like the rest of the team, everybody's just frustrated. And dude, Stefan's always tweeted these weird. You know, weird tweets with like one emoji and like a poetry or something. It's 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 just that's how it's been <laughs> since he got here, man. I, people, the thing is, since we're like playing like shit now, that's when people start to get the magnifying glass out, try to see, hey, try to see more than what what is there, you know? Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, we're fine, man. 
I think he is just a troll. He he's just amazing at what he does to wind up our fan base. He all right, he'll go right. He'll work out. He'll post a million Instagram videos saying, "Look, I'm working out. I'm working out. I'm I'm cool." And then he'll come home with like, "I'm bored. Right, what emoji should I pick? Scroll, scroll, scroll. That'll do." And then the fan base just goes crazy, going, "Oh my god, he tweeted this. Do you think he wants to go to the Redskins? Is Bill Belichick sniffing around? It's like just chill." Diggs is just messing with us. That, that's what I think. I mean, a side of me is a little scared. I'm not allowed, like, one side of me is like, <laughs> I hope nothing happens, you know? But then the more logical side, the smarter side, the non-sentimental side of me is like, hey, honestly, just look at the facts. There is no reason for him to leave. Like, he has Adam here. He just got paid, you know? He's stuck here for four years. If he, if he yeah. tries to leave now, it'll look bad on him. I feel like he loves Minnesota. He loves the city. He loves the fans. He's just, I think him, like Adam, like Kirk, like the entire roster right now, they're all just frustrated. Yeah. But if, if he does go, I mean, um, if, if that's what Zim and Rick decide, like, well, fuck it. They're, they're more qualified, right, than, than some guy on Twitter just ranting about the team. So if they think it's the best thing to do, then fine. I mean, if, if someone came into my office and overlooked, you know, my, my project plan and went, uh, yeah, that dependency is wrong. I was going to say, fuck off, mate. That's, uh, you know, I have a lot more experience in this than you do typing on your 280 characters or whatever. So if, if they make the decision that Diggs needs to go to make the team better, then that's up to them, right? They're, they're good enough to do it. They got us in so far a, a really good team. And everyone admits that we are a Super Bowl winning capable team. We just, you know, haven't put it together. So... I, I trust him enough to to make the right decisions. I'll be sorry to see him go because I think he's is an awesome player. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think they make that call because there is no reason to do it. Like, I mean, the only reason I feel like front office would make that move is if he said, "Hey, I want to get out," you know? Yeah, yeah. And if he doesn't, if if he's not asked, if he's not saying that, if he's not saying, "Hey, I want out. I'm done. I'm, I don't want to be here anymore," then you don't you don't trade him. You just don't trade him because it makes no sense. Unless you get like five first round picks, you know, unless it's like a stupid <laughs> trade, you know? Yeah, uh, if, it's like if, if, Herschel if Walker house, reversed. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. If, if they give me like a Herschel Walker type of thing, then yeah, you trade him. But yeah. if it's just like a normal, hey, I'll give you a first round pick and that's it. It's like, no, fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my, <laughs> my, my all star, like, um, my all pro um, wide receiver. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even want to say a fuck you. I want to send Adam Thielen down to square off with Bill Belichick again and say, listen, Bill. Fuck off. It's not happening. It just, I, I, I would love it if Adam Thielen knocked out Bill Belichick. I think that would be the funniest thing ever. Yeah, Adam I, I won't let anybody touch his BFF, man. That's, that, that's his dog. Man. He, he ain't going anywhere, man. Unless yeah. he says he wants to leave, he's not going. I feel like people are just blowing this out of proportion. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be fine. It always is, right? Um, so, next week, Giants. Giants minus Saquon Barkley. What do you make of the matchup? I'm actually looking for the odds right now. <laughs> Hold <laughs> up. <laughs> I I think it's yeah, it's it's a Pat Shermer revenge game. Clearly, he's I, he's going to be gunning for his old team. Yeah. Um, so they open. So the Giants open as as four point five point underdogs. So that's minus four point five of a spread. Yeah. So that means you know, including home field and all that, it's like a touchdown advantage that people expect us to win by. Which yeah. I guess makes sense because this, I mean, we should win this game. Like, this again, this is like the Buffalo game all over again. You know, I feel like people said the same thing about the Oakland game. This time around, like, you know, 
it's week five, man, and we are and we're like at a must win already. Yeah, yeah, and but it's it's always September. If you look at all like the big Patriots teams in the past decade and so on, they they've never performed well in September. I mean this. This year, it's a bit of an exception that Brady's just come out really hot and, and everything's clicking. The, the defense is amazing. But September is always get your feet in and just get get used to the surroundings again and, and see what, what clicks and what doesn't. Now, week five is when you got to start stepping it up. And you're right, it does feel like a must-win game. Giants, I think they with their new quarterback, they've, they've got a bit of you know sudden energy about them. The fire is under their asses all of a sudden and they started moving, but Zim against rookie QBs, he has been pretty impressive in the past. Yeah, and I mean, Daniel Jones had trouble with Washington last week, so if he had trouble with Washington, man, he should he shouldn't do shit on Sunday. Like <laughs> he shouldn't. Like honestly, I mean, he shouldn't. But you know, we're Vikings fans, so I guess you can you can never get like be too sure about anything. But I, I mean, this I feel like we win this game, obviously. And I feel like it's it's gonna be like the same cycle, you know. You win that first game against an easier team, then you come like the next week get pounded, and then you beat the ass out of the next team, and then you get your ass pounded again, and you keep going in that same kind of a domino pattern kind of a thing. Yeah, but and and I think that's the whole season. If we if we go eight and eight, say eight and eight is your baseline, and you just sneak a couple of wins here and there, then you're suddenly like ten and six, and a couple more, you you're you know. 12 and 4. So it that that's how it's got to be. I think we we're, we're not going to be going out and hammering teams. It's always going to be close unless we're playing at home and we're playing, you know, Atlanta Falcons every week. Then then it's great. Take a 28 point lead every every first half. Yeah, obviously. And I mean the schedule isn't isn't favorable for the Vikings. It's not. It's a difficult schedule. Like you're you're talking about a lot of playoff teams. You're talking solid teams. Obviously, um, the Chargers don't look like the Chargers like from from last year. You know, the Chiefs look like the Chiefs. Obviously, they're one of the scariest teams in the league. The Eagles don't look that good. You know, obviously, you know, every season things change, and the schedule that once looked really difficult before Week One looks much much different Week Five. So it's all so it all depends because I mean, by the time, because if I'm not mistaken, after this game we get Philly at home. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Philly next, Philly. and then Redskins, isn't it? Yeah, so I mean, this this next stretch, man, this um, Giants, I think it's Giants, Eagles, maybe Redskins, and I think the Lions. This stretch, man, is gonna be really important because the season's on the line right now. You know, you go four and one, and the the playoffs are definitely in the in the cards. But you go two and two, man, you're done. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think we just we get get the Giants one out of the way. Eagles, I think, is gonna be a close one at home. Redskins. Hopefully we're we're okay and and beat them. Um, and then Lions, yeah, that's a toss up. They, I don't know how the Lions are playing so well all of a sudden. I they're, they're so good at wasting everyone's careers in Detroit, and suddenly they realise, oh, hang on, we have Matthew Stafford. We should really make use of him. They started winning games all of a sudden. So yeah, uh, Lions worry me. Um, Chiefs went down the line. I, I'm I'm interested to see how Zim matches up to the Chiefs game, but that's that's for another week. We'll, we'll talk about that one in future. Yeah, definitely. And the stretch that we have after this Giants game, it's two games at home, 
and one game. So it's so it's two and two, like right. So including the Giants game, it's two games at home and two games away from home. So you know this stretch, like right before that Chiefs game, because um that Redskins game is the one before the Chiefs game, and that's a Thursday night one. Right. So we'll have like the mini bye week before taking the Chiefs on. So these next four weeks until that, you know, mini bye are gonna be huge, man. Because the team should go in there with a. I I hope they should go in with a five and three record into that Chiefs game. Yeah, yeah, and that that's that's reasonable, you know, target to aim at. I think I think we can achieve that if if we just perform to our level. Yeah, because you can't just alternate winning games. You can't win one, lose one, win one. You gotta go on a win streak eventually, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just before the podcast, we reached out for a few questions, and unbelievably, we got loads of questions. I, th- I thought people just ignored me on Twitter, but they didn't. So I reckon we should go through a few questions and just keep our fans happy. Um, yeah, definitely, man. I was I was impressed with the amount of people like dropping follows and. You know, reaching out yesterday, it's 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 nice to get that feeling, I guess. Yeah, and if and if you haven't followed yet, please follow at Vike Spice. You know, shameless plug. Sure. Um, so the first question is from Mayor Bear at AK Viking Girl. Um, how did you come up with this name? So I feel like the name. So we first. Um, so I thought of the name, you know, Vike Cast, and then I sent the logo that I had kind of made to uh, to Sanka, and he's like, "Hey, how about Vike Spice? Since you know we're Indian and stuff." And I'm like, "Yo, I love it. Let's do it." Yeah, it's it's simple, right? We're we're Indians. We like spicy food. I mean, I I originally thought uh, Vikings Kama Sutra, but I thought that's a bit of a mouthful, and the logo would just it may not be suitable for kids. So let let's just go with something simple like like Vike Spice, and and that logo you did was was pretty cool. So, yeah, that that's how we came up with the name. Um, Next question, right? Serious question now. Um, Ian at Ian J Carlson, draft do over. What changes would you make to the Vikings draft picks and free agent signings from the point Teddy went down? So that was what 2016. He went down. Then we wasted a yep. first round draft pick on, on Sammy sleeves. Yeah. So what what changes would you make? So I'm I'm gonna pull up the 2016 draft first. Yeah, I mean the the obvious one um, for me. Well, actually, I think at the time it made sense because we, we thought we had a really good team and the 5-0 and start said we had a really good team as well. It was just unfortunate with the amount of O-line injuries that we were absolutely fucked. But the, the name that comes to my mind straight away of draft do-over was instead of Mike Hughes, who I love, Mike Hughes is a good player. I mean, he didn't turn up last year at all, lazy shit. But he, I think Lamar Jackson in place of Mike Hughes he was available. He's a type of player that Zim likes in a run-first offense. I think he would have suited us, um, and that that would have just taken the pressure off Kirk, off of Kirk performing for us. And if he didn't perform, he just yank him and stick Lamar in, and and there you go. So the the pick we would have had that season was pick fourteen. Yeah, Barnett. Um, and the Eagles took Barnett. Yeah. So in that case, Mahomes is gone. Sean is gone. You know, they're all mostly gone. I mean, you guys. I mean, yeah. I think I agree with you taking maybe Lamar. Yeah. Or or you go crazy and really sell the house to move up like like the Rams did for Goff and the Phillies did for um, sorry, not Philly. The Eagles did for um, Carson Wentz. Um, yeah, because because um the pick the the Texans grabbed Sean Watson on it was a trade because Philadelphia trade traded that pick. 
I think, to Cleveland, and then Cleveland to Houston, and then Houston to Watson. So the Vikings could have just moved up two spots, man, because it was two spots. Could have probably traded up and taken Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, I guess it's a lot of ifs. A lot of, oh, yeah, they could have done this, 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 and a lot of, you know, a lot of other, like a domino effect of what one decision could have led to. But I feel like if you get get that first round pick, you take you, you trade up and take Sean Watson because at the time we all knew he was good. Like Mahomes, it was up in the air because nobody thought he'd be this good. So considering the fact that you know we thought Sean Watson was gonna be amazing, you go trade up with two spots with with um Cleveland, and you take Sean Watson, and then and they and they just don't sign Bradford, man. You just don't trade for Bradford because if you know because I mean he said. So the question involved the hindsight thing. So we're we're considering the fact that we know what we won't know right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess you just don't trade for Bradford, and you start working on the offensive line from that year. Yeah, I think that that's that's the big thing. It's it's from you start investing in the line, and part of me gets annoyed when people go, "Oh, we don't you know put any draft picks in the in the line." It's like last three years, sixty percent of our line came from last three years draft. Whether they're good or not, that's still an investment. And Brian O'Neill, I was um, I saw a tweet from um, Nick Olson earlier, right? He and he said Brian O'Neill is the only player in year two, week four, that hasn't given up a sack yet. And he that that's better than Joe Thomas, who's like a you know pro, well, not a Hall of Fame left tackle. So I I think we're drafting okay. It's just you can't expect a rookie to go in there and block straight away. He's going to need a couple of years to get good. And um, so all, all the hate against Bradbury. Elfline, I'm a little bit disappointed, but hopefully he'll get used to being a left guard and get a bit better. But we are making the investment. It just, so draft is a bit of a gamble. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, and the thing with Bradbury is, so he, I feel like, and I guess you might have to like look at the film and make sure you're, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this right, but... I feel like he's doing his job, but then we we got a dumpster fire, like you know, because I think um, Elfline and Reef just blowing tackles and just messing up and just not blocking, man. That makes yeah. Bradbury have to do more than than he should, and that yeah. may, then that might be the reason he looks worse than he is. But I'm, I mean, that's again, look at the look look at the film, see what's up. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah, but that's not our job on this podcast. So if you want if you want to look at film, you you do that in your own time. Um, Next one, so Sean at Skull Train. Is this going to be as bad as Tweet Bowling with Kev? I'm going to answer that. No, it's not. Because Tweet Bowling with Kev was terrible. Um, Luke at Luke Braun NFL. So he, if you actually genuinely do want a proper podcast with good analysis, he's got a Locked On Vikings podcast. So do take a listen if you want that breakdown. Uh, What is cricket and which Viking would be best at it? Shall I take this one? It's all you, man. Man, cricket is is the most amazing sport in the world, and you know people always compare cricket to baseball, but they are two very different sports, right? Cricket to me is a lot like NFL because it's you could have people at the same talent level, at the same standard level, but it's all mental and it's all tactics, right? You, you could be like a bowler in cricket and just have your fielders in the right place and it's all mentally, you challenge the batsman, you're bowling, bowling, bowling. And you know sometimes as soon as you've let the ball go that you are going to get him out. Whereas in NFL, 
you could be just be pounding, 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 you know, the with your run game, and suddenly you know that pass is going to open up, and without even thinking about it, you just put the ball in the right place, and you'll get a touchdown. And that that's why for me, cricket, it was an easy transition for me to love NFL because it's just so much like cricket. Um, in terms of the second part of the question, which Viking would be best at it? I think um, probably a big hitter, you know, like Linval. He would be really amazing at, at smacking the ball around. You need someone with agility, so any of the um, defensive backs would be good fielders. Adam Thielen would be amazing at catching, so I'd put him in slips. So, yeah, but, I mean, if you want me to talk about cricket, I think you'll need a longer podcast. So let's move on to the next question. I have a question, though, for you. Yeah. So for cricket, do they make uniforms the size for Jaleel Hunter? Like, is there, like, a Jaleel <laughs> Hunter cricket uniform, man? Like, that size is not there. No, I, I don't think we've ever had a specimen like Daniil Hunter playing cricket. So we're, we're all weedy um, little shits that play cricket. Basically, we're not good enough to play rugby or soccer. So that's why we choose cricket. Because um, we don't play when it rains. We have tea breaks. Uh, we get scones and sandwiches in, in our break. So, yeah, Daniil Hunter probably wouldn't fit into any any of the jerseys that we have. Be the most intimidating thing on the field. Right, with, with a yeah, with a bat in his hand as well. Yeah, I'll pass on bowling to him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. Um, next question, uh, Craig Opedia at C Lenny Weebs. Um, what is your preferred coping mechanism for being a fan of this team? Um, he's been a fan for thirty-five years, and he legit needs relief. So I think it's difficult to just not care when it's been that long, and it's and you're that attached to the team and that's all it's always difficult you know i guess the best coping mechanism is just trying to distract yourself man just it's it's not easy it's easier said than done but i guess um, sometimes you just, you just gotta say hey you know what i'm just not in the mood for this shit right now i'm just yeah. not in the mood to get disappointed yeah and and if you need a distraction and relief at the same time probably use porn hub okay? or any any other the, all, all the porn sites are good they'll, they'll keep you happy don't worry um dream, uh, right exactly i think that that's why um you know it's alcohol was invented right they, they invented they, they said right vikings you know you, you're going to play football but you're always just going to be disappointing to your fans but to make it better for you we're going to give you alcohol yeah just have a drink man helps out every time 10 out of 10 yeah. um so meg dean at meg dean Meg Dean, 1437, asks, who do you think Diggs is mad at? I think we kind of covered that earlier. Um, I don't think he's mad. I think he's just a big troll. What do you reckon? I mean, I think he's just frustrated, you know? I don't think he's... I mean, he might be a little mad, but I think he's just frustrated mostly, man. Just frustrated. He's just, he's just like, frustrated at how things are working out this season because it should have been more touches. Because you, you compare last season for Stefan and for Adam, the stats, and they're not even close to the season, you know? Yeah, yeah, and you're right. I think the the frustration might come across as as anger, or you know, but it, I'd rather have a player who cares about getting you know touches every week than someone who's just like a treadwell thinks, oh fuck, you know, I, I just turned up for sixty odd snaps and and that's me done. I I still get paid for this shit. So it's yeah. Um, 
Uh, right, last question because I think we we've been rambling for a fair bit. So skull light at skull light makes sense. Um, should we pull our rookie fullback from the practice squad since he's more dynamic player and Kirk loves throwing it to fullbacks? So the rookie fullback is a guy called Carrie Blassing game, but uh, K Dog, right? Um, so what do you think? Should we should we get another fullback up? Ah, no, I'm not an incentivators. No, no way. I'm gonna. I'm not... I'm gonna give Kirk a reason to keep throwing to the flats. Crazy? No way. But can you imagine, right? Five linemen, two fullbacks, two tight ends. If those guys aren't making holes for Cook, no one's gonna fucking make holes for Cook. I think that that's the kind of offense we we need to get behind. Forget trade Diggs, uh, trade Thielen, you know, trade all the wide receivers and just fucking run the ball down their throats. That that's that's a Zim fever dream right there. Yeah, that's like Zim's wet dream. I just run the ball and keep and just win the game by running the ball 30 times a game. It's not going to work, man. It's eventually, man, as Adam said it in his interview, eventually it's going to get figured out, you know? Yeah. You got to be unpredictable. Exactly, exactly. I think we're going to, we, we've, you know, thanks so much, everyone, for the, for the questions. Um, but we'll we'll pause there. We'll, we've, I think there'll be more coming in, so we'll we'll cover them off in next week's podcast. But yeah, I just want to say, hope you guys enjoyed listening to us, and thanks for your, you know, for letting us come in your ears today. Yeah, that sounds so wrong. My God. Okay. Anyway, thanks to everybody, man. Were you laughing like in the background? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it was great. Like yesterday, when I opened up the account and got the follows, and it was just overwhelming. It was amazing. Like I, I, I didn't expect us to like build something so fast so hopefully it just keeps going man and i appreciate everybody who actually took the time to listen to us babble on for half an hour so yeah definitely. yeah yeah definitely yeah thanks guys and yeah we'll, we'll come back again next week recapping the the giants game and talk about other rambles that we've all been chatting shit about on twitter but yeah looking forward to talking to you guys again next week let's hope it's a good talk too yeah yeah I think too, man. yeah all right cool thanks guys